You're listening to English with Monty, the podcast about the English language. Today we're talking about adverbs and adverbial phrases. Hello there. You're listening to English with Monty. We're on to episode number 33 with the great Gideon, who is with me, and he's going to join me for a special topic today. Hello, Gideon. Hi, John. How's it going? Yeah, good. I'm doing extremely well.、Mm. Does that give you a hint as to what I'm going to talk about? It's about I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're sacked. You're off the show. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's something to do with adverbs. Yes, it's something to do with adverbs. Extremely is an adverb. So I was going to talk about adverbs and adverbial phrases.、Mm-hmm. Are you quite familiar with this subject? Well, I guess I've used them before. You have.、Okay. I've used them in anger. You've used them in anger. Yeah. How would you use them in anger? No, I mean in like real context, not、uh, just academic situations. Right. Okay. I think. They're pretty useful, aren't they? In the sense that it adds to obviously descriptiveness, doesn't it? We could probably start off with giving a definition of what an adverb is.、Mm-hmm. I can give a definition, but I'm going to see what you say first. For an adverb, yeah. How would you define an adverb? Good question, John. Is it sort of modifies the word that comes? Well, not necessarily before it, like modifies a verb or an adjective. To walk quickly, showing how the person walked. Okay, so it's modifying the verb to walk is making it to say how specific, what kind of way you're walking. Yeah, that's correct. But- <laughs> not a great definition. <laughs> I thought that was pretty、yeah. good, actually. I'm not a dictionary. No, I know you're pretty good. I think that's pretty clear for most people. The important thing is, even though it's called an adverb, it's not always about the verb, is it? As in giving extra description to the verb. It's true. In a way, it adds to the verb. If you know what I mean, you have the verb, and then there's something that adds to the verb. Can you give me an、yeah. example by what you mean? I just did give an example. So you have the、okay. verb, <laughs> and you have something you add to it, which modifies it, changes the way it's expressed. You talk. How do you talk? Oh, I'm going to add some information about that. I'll talk loudly. That's really what it's about, isn't it? So, with an adjective as well, you can also use an adverb, can't you? So, I suppose the point that I was trying to make is that even if it's called an adverb, it does add to the verb, but it can、mm-hmm. also add to an adjective. Because、mm-hmm. I could say to you, "It's incredibly expensive." Yes, and then it changes the position. Yes, of the adverb. That's correct. So it comes before the adjective in that case, doesn't it? You're definitely clever. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Are you sure?、Mm, it's just a rumor. So I think that gives the basis of what we're going to talk about,、mm-hmm. and then you can split them up into different sections, can't you? So you can、mm-hmm. talk about manner. So when you're talking about walking quickly, so that's a manner, isn't it? Yeah. So you could either put that at the end of the sentence,、mm-hmm. or you could put it in the mid position, depending on the situation. So you could say, for example, she slowly ate. Her dinner, yes, because it's putting a bit more emphasis, isn't it, on the adverb? If you put it、mm-hmm. there, exactly. I mean, normally you put it after the verb, but there is flexibility in English. 
mm-hmm. you can just create a different vibe by expressing it in a different way. Yeah, this gives a bit more of a descriptive way of speaking or writing, doesn't it? In, yes. in that sense, depending on yeah. where you put it. So that would be manner. And then you've got place. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about place, what would you use as an adverb? Place? Help me out, Don. Over there is... Oh, yes, yes. Give it to him over there. Like that, you mean? Yeah, sure. Uh, walk outside. Exactly. Outside, inside. They can both be adverbs, can't they? Go Make upstairs. Sp- yeah, perfect. Yeah. Go upstairs, go downstairs. Uh, run away. Because you think it's a preposition, but actually it's an adverbial phrase, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? But also it's a phrasal verb on its own, isn't it? Depends. I think it's more adverbial phrase, isn't it? Ah. Because you can know from the context. There's a difference between phrasal verbs and you mm. know prepositional verbs. Verb with a prepositional adverb at the end. If I say look up, it means if I'm literally looking up, then that's not a phrasal verb. But if I say, I look up to you, you're my hero, that would be a phrasal verb. Can't tell it from the context. You're not actually moving your head in an upward direction. Look out because the police are on their way. If you just heard the ambulance going by. The police are driving the ambulance nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got place here, there, everywhere, outside, mm-hmm. inside, upstairs, away, yeah. things like that. Walk away. Walk away. And also that would kind of go at the end, typically, doesn't it? But sometimes it can go at the front when it's talking about writing. Yes. For place, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Because it's a bit more descriptive. So I'm just looking at Cambridge Dictionary just to help out a little bit. And it said outside there was a small pond. That's kind of quite descriptive, isn't it? It's probably not something you would say, but it's something you might write over there, I met Sandra for the first time. I think so. You're just stressing the location more than the action or the person. You I are. met Sandra over there, stressing yeah. the place. Yeah, yeah you exactly. can play with the language, of course. Yeah, but definitely more in a literary context, isn't it? That I would argue on some level, isn't it? On some level, but not exclusively. No, of course. You see that bench? It's over there that I first met Sandra. I first met Sandra over there. Well, that's a good point. Excellent. And then time, we've got time. These are time phrases. Mm-hmm. You mean like yesterday, things like that. Yesterday. yesterday. There's I some can't... flexibility of that, isn't there? It normally goes at the beginning or the end, doesn't it? I don't think there's anything in between. That's true. Usually at the end, isn't it? But you can put it in the beginning. Yeah, that's true. I think it's very important that though. I don't know if you find this, but I find a lot of students don't always put this in the right position. And mm-hmm. I would say most of the time you're going to put it at the end, aren't you? You know, I'd say I'm flying to Madrid tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't say I'm flying tomorrow to Madrid. No, that's true. You could put it in the beginning, couldn't you? You're, tomorrow, you're... comma, I'm mm-hmm. flying to Madrid. Did you know that? That's more of an emphasis on tomorrow, isn't it, in that case? Yeah. It's similar to the idea of place, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And you, you were singing yesterday before. Yesterday, all my troubles felt so far away. But you could have sang, my troubles felt so far away yesterday. <laughs> but <laughs> doesn't have the same It wouldn't be the same, no. wouldn't That's be the same song. was in the Beatles and I'm teaching English in Paris, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, if you got better word order, then you'd become a yeah. famous pop singer so he fronted the word yesterday it has more impact that way 
It does. It does. And it makes it much more iconic as a word, isn't it? In that song. Very good example. Yeah. I can imagine you on stage. I think you'd be Ringo, wouldn't you? Don't know. I thought I could be the guitarist, but I'm happy with Ringo. I'll you take know, Ringo. You're a bit. I'll beat of, the drums. Yeah, you're a bit bedraggled. <laughs> okay. Look like a drummer. Move on to duration. Mm-hmm. So I'm not staying long. Okay. I'm staying for a long time. It doesn't have your single word, does it? it We're going to stay for a long time. That would be in a verbal phrase, wouldn't it? That's very true. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just one word. No. Mm. And I guess as well, you could say, I'm not staying very long. Yeah. That would be another way, you know, you can add other things to it as well, can't you? Yeah. The most common thing that I would argue you have in adverbs and what I end up teaching, and even for people who are quite a high level, is the adverbs of frequency. I find that even people at high level still get these wrong in terms of positioning. Yeah. Do you You mean like occasionally, definitely, sometimes? Yeah. Adverbs of frequency. Often, usually, never. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Often do I hear a mistake. Also, the pronunciation of often. Controversial. It it is controversial. What would you say? You say often? Well, even though I say often, I insist on saying often. I accept if everyone is saying, so many people say often, I have to accept that it's correct. And there's nothing wrong with saying often. Fair enough. I'm not going to send out the grammar police to arrest people. No, no. But I just grew up saying often. So I'm going to continue my dying day saying often. But whatever. And you? Well, it's an interesting one. Normally, I would say often, but you know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a bit of a weirdo from the Midlands. I think I've picked it up maybe from people making that. Well, it's not really a mistake, is it? But I suppose officially, it it's is. not really a mistake. It's just the other word, similar word. You have soften. You don't say soften. That's true. And you have moisten and listen. So that's sort of words with a T, often silence. There's kind of a rule there, and often is breaking the rule. But Okay, if everyone's saying often, fair enough. So you're just proving you're right there. <laughs> fair enough. I don't think we can be too picky about this kind of thing, can we? And yeah, doesn't maybe... make you a, a better English speaker just because you say often instead of often. <laughs> Not really. Does... Question of choice. It doesn't make any difference at all, really, does it? I think no. we, we can no. say that it's totally fine. If you would like to hear more of Gideon's lovely voice on his own podcast about curious and interesting things about the English language, it's Zeitgeist Banana. Just search for Zeitgeist Banana where you get your podcasts. You will find some wonderful and interesting stories with more of me, too. I think what I find in terms of the issue with most non-native speakers when they try and use adverbs of frequency as i said they kind of put it in the wrong position can you use often at the beginning of a sentence yes you can i think it's less common isn't it but rare often do i wonder i often wonder yes probably before the verb usually before the verb isn't it yeah so it's between the subject and the verb unless you're using the verb to be and then obviously it's after after the subject yeah i am often confused by this rule Yeah, exactly. What I normally say is that usually and sometimes are the only real two adverbs of frequency where you can move the position. Sometimes I wonder. I sometimes wonder. I wonder sometimes. Yeah. So what's the difference between those three? Terms of what? In terms of the meaning? Yeah. Why would we move the position? You put the emphasis on one place of the sentence rather than another. 
with sometimes at the beginning, it's more the emphasis on the adverb, isn't it? Yeah. If it's in the usual position, shall we say, so after the subject, before the mm -hmm. verb, then that's just something quite normal. There's no emphasis. And then maybe at the end, I often say it's a bit of an afterthought, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I quite often get people say always at the beginning as well. Always, I think. Something like that. No, that's not correct. Yeah, you wouldn't say that, would you? No. Same with ever and never. You wouldn't put those in the front position, would you? You could, but never. Can you? Really? Yes, because you could have what's called inversion, couldn't you? Never have I been so insulted. Ah, that's a good point. But that's slightly different, though, isn't it's it? Slightly not... different, yeah. No. You might see it when you're using inversion, which we'll talk about another time, I guess. It's a slightly different thing, though, isn't it? I mean, on the basic level, though, you wouldn't use it, would you? No. I think we'll talk about degree next, talking about really a lot, just... I think it's another common mistake as well. I hear in my English class, I hear people say, I speak very well English. That's mm. degree, is it? Very well. Yes, it is. And I think that's... A direct translation, isn't it? That's I often... think it's direct translation, yeah. You put the adverbial phrase at the end in English. You do. type adverbial phrases, yeah. So a lot and a bit, very well, that would go in the end position. Whereas you've got things like really, very, or quite, they would go at the beginning or mid position, mm -hmm. they, between subject and the verb again. I'm really happy to be here with you today. Excellent. I'm happy that you are with me here today. I'm happy to be with you here with you today, really. Not quite the same. No, it's not. Can you say that? Playful with the language, I guess. Was your not emphasis really. quite right? Don't know. Really, I'm happy to be here with you. You could say that, couldn't you? Mm -hmm. I'm going to mention this one. See what your response is on the basis of being a good response. I'll include it. But things like you can't say, I find people saying absolutely, they'll use an adjective. So they say absolutely bad. We wouldn't say that, would we? We'd say absolutely marvellous, for example. That's and, a good uh, point, yeah. What would you call something like that? Absolutely. It's a very strong adverb, isn't it? Is there a grammar name for it? Is it a gradable one or ungradable? So when we say absolutely, I guess, as you say, it is gradable in the sense it's a different modifier. So depending on what the level is, mm -hmm. at the lowest level, you could say a little bit or, or a little pretty and quiet is the next level. And then you got really and very... And then after that, you're saying extremely. Mm. But then you can only use them in certain situations, can't you? So for example, absolutely, you would say absolutely perfect. Yes. So that means to the fullest extent, 100%. Yeah, you put that before the adjective. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. It's before the adjective. So the adjective describes an absolute quality. Mm -hmm. So for example... You could say it's absolutely perfect, it was totally destroyed, it was completely finished. So you're using totally and completely as well. Yeah. So obviously destroyed, finished and perfect are absolute qualities. Mm -hmm. So that's okay. the reason why you can use those three different adverbs in that situation. That's quite an important That's interesting. Point. This is a little bit irrelevant, John, but absolutely is one of the few words in English where you can add a bit of termesis. It's like you can cut the word absolutely in two and put another word in between it. Would you like a cookie, John? Absolutely. <laughs> so you see what I mean? You're putting bloody inside of the two parts of the abs and the lutely. Yeah. Wow. Doesn't I really like help with the, the adverb. That's all I mentioned. It. <laughs> so I was like, absolutely. 
Yeah, it's a nice expression though, isn't it? That's true. Yeah, you can say that. It's mm-hmm. not very common, is it? Not so common, but I yeah. like it. Okay, so we talked about degree. Then you're talking about focusing, for example. You could say he simply walked out without saying a word. Oh, okay. Yes. Are there any other words like that? Anyone not I can that. think of at the moment, simply. Yeah, not um, that I can think of. But it just draws the attention, doesn't it, to how they walk out. I mean, it's quite a simple one. Clearly, maybe. Oh, yeah, clearly. I, I clearly could see that you were in need of a coffee. Coffee and yeah. cookie, yeah. That's another aspect, focus. Mm-hmm. And then certainty or obligation. So you're talking about probably, possibly, or certainly. Yeah, okay. It can focus on the idea of prediction. So it'll probably rain. It'll probably rain. It'll possibly rain. It'll certainly rain. It'll certainly rain, yeah. And then you've got maybe... Certainly it'll rain. Ah, (laughs) So maybe certainly could be used a little bit differently. Yeah. Again, I would say that's a bit more descriptive, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah. And then you've got maybe and perhaps, which would typically go at the beginning, but they can go at the end. Yeah. As long as you have a comma at the end. Mm -hmm. Maybe I would say is 50-50 and then perhaps is a bit more optimistic, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Can I have a coffee, perhaps? Perhaps slightly more formal as well, isn't it? I guess it is, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's slightly more formal, but more optimistic. And a viewpoint? It's your opinion, isn't it? It's just your opinion, John. Personally, I'd rather not go out tonight. I'm tired. You can go out. You go to the pub. Frankly, you're a bit boring. Well, thank you. (laughs) I was expecting you to come out with me. So disappointing. So frankly, is like, honestly, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Often it comes at the beginning, doesn't it? Yeah. But it can go in the mid position, apparently, especially in formal writing. Oh, is that right? Oh, yes. I am frankly disgusted by what happened here today. We have some commas between frankly. Is that what you mean? Yeah, exactly. As you say, you've got a comma before frankly and after frankly, don't you, mm-hmm. in this yeah. case? And you could use honestly there, couldn't you, instead of frankly? <laughs> What's frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Just quoting a famous quote from Frankly. Get the reference? Mm. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I've forgotten the name. What's the name of the film? Gone with the Wind. Yes, that's it. That's Tomorrow it. is another day, John. <laughs> she doesn't say John. Doesn't she? At the end. No. Yeah. That's how it ends, isn't it? I've not seen it. I'm very ignorant. I should watch it. That's a good example. And the final one yeah. I'm going to talk about is evaluation. Evaluation. Okay. Regrettably, <laughs> I'm not coming back onto this podcast. Are you not? Unfortunately, I'm going to be busy for the next 55 years. Well, that's disappointing because I was introducing a new policy where I give my guests a coffee and three cookies every time oh, they come on okay, my podcast. that's nice. Apparently, I've changed my mind. It's very easy for you to change your mind. Incidentally, Matt Damon only takes two cookies. Is that right? I'm very demanding. You are very demanding. (laughs) Fatter, this is true. So you could use apparently, unfortunately. You could also use fortunately, couldn't you, in the positive sense? Yeah. Or stupidly, we have stupidly forgotten the tickets. Okay, I didn't realize these were called evaluative adverbs. They had that name. I learned something myself today. That is an interesting one, isn't it? I've never really thought about they, that either. And they usually go in the beginning, don't they? But sometimes in the middle and sometimes at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I would say, when I'm saying unfortunately, you'd probably say in the beginning. Unfortunately, I can't make it this evening. I can't make it this evening, unfortunately. I can't, unfortunately, make it this evening. Yeah, all three are possible. I go for the first position, actually. 
I guess typically it's at the beginning, isn't it? More often than not. They say here sometimes in the mid position and then informal speaking, apparently you go at the end if oh, you're right? speaking yeah. informally. So they miss the bus, apparently. I guess so. Well, I think that covers everything. Is there anything you wanted to add? You have done this brilliantly, John. So I wanted to say wow. that you've really done this brilliantly, that I never imagined that you would so fantastically discuss these adverbs. Absolutely bloody brilliant. <laughs> I think everybody would have noticed yeah. your adverbs there. Very good use complimenting me. You're absolutely marvellous as a guest. Thank you. And I hope your cookies were extremely tasty. Thank you very much. And your coffee really was fantastic. Yeah. I just need a couple more minutes. That's another one. I just need a couple more minutes to finish off. So you're going to tell people what you're good at or what you do. I too have a podcast. It's called Zeitgeist Banana. And you can hear John's lovely voice there too. And do watch my YouTube channel, Let Them Talk TV. Lots of grammar, vocabulary, pronunciation videos. Excellent. Have you done anything on adverbs? Yeah, I have. One, I remember. Because a few adverbs don't end in L-Y. Or there's a few adjectives that end in L-Y. So he ran fast is an adverb. It doesn't end in L-Y. So I do a video on that, I think. You can check yeah. it out on the, on the site. That's an interesting one, isn't it? Because there's a difference between fast and fastly. So fastly doesn't exist, you would say quickly. Doesn't exist, yes. But also hard and hardly, that's quite a tricky one as well, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I think that's included in the video. Like I worked hard, I hardly worked. That's completely different meanings. It does, yeah. People need to know about that. If you say I worked hardly. It means almost nothing. Exactly. So check out Let Them Talk TV. I thoroughly recommend it, especially the videos with me on it. Um, (laughs) Yes. uh, I know have paid for your luxury holidays to Barbados this year. Exactly. You're welcome. Exactly. Thanks. All thanks to you, John. Thanks for listening, listeners. Thanks for joining me again, Gideon. That was a wonderful podcast episode, I think. We'll catch up with you next time. You've been listening to English with Monty. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave me a donation online via our website. Monty is a small independent company and I do all the editing myself. I would suggest £2.50 to buy me a coffee or £5 for a beer montyenglish.co.uk then just click on the podcast button at the top you can donate here thank you i appreciate it